0: Welcome to another episode of the Double Comma Club with your host, Nicole Ruth of the Ruth Team, the number one lending team in Colorado. As I sit down to write this month's DMAR Market Trends report, the FOMC is holding its seventh of eight annual meetings. I mean, no doubt the Federal Reserve has had a tough job these last few years, and everyone can agree their actions have greatly impacted the economy at large, and maybe even more personally, the housing market which due to its dependence on interest rates was the first industry to go into a recession. And now there's chatter. Are we close to the end of the fed rate hike cycle and predictions and assumptions are being made of whether the rate hikes will continue or pause and for how long. So why is all of this so important because the feds drive to slow the economy thereby slowing down inflation comes at a price. I mean, the price is fear, it's instability, job loss, which in turn creates volatility as markets react to economic reports without all of that stabilization of a Fed Reserve buying mortgage-backed securities and treasuries. There's also evidence in this in the yields of short-term treasuries versus the long-term. The short-term three-month and two-year treasury bills have yields higher than the longer 10-year note. I mean, that's creating an inverted yield curve. When that happens, it highlights that investors are more worried about the economy right in front of them short term than they are long term. Let's double click on that. Investors are more worried about the economy in the short term than the long term. Housing is long term typically right i mean i'll concede there's flippers and short-term investors but for the most part housing is long term the most recent median home ownership rate came out at 13.2 years that's an increase of three years over the last decade 13 years seems pretty long term to me and investors are more secure about the economy long term I wanna break housing down into four buckets this month. Supply, demand, affordability, and credit availability. The housing market is strong, it's well-funded, it's able to withstand short-term volatility. So while critics continue to generate their fear around instability and crisis bubbles and foreclosures and all the like, our job as real estate professionals is simply to support reality with facts. So first, supply. Redfin just released a report showing 38% of all homes are owned free and clear. And those who have a mortgage, 24% of them have a rate locked below 3%. 41% are locked in between 3 and 4%, and another 21% are locked in between 4 and 5%. That means 86% of all the homes with a mortgage have a rate below 5%. In Colorado, a few more homes have a mortgage at 71% of all of them, but a whopping 92% of those are locked in with a rate below 5%. And that's second only to Utah and the strength of our equity position. I mean, the supply is locked in. It doesn't need to go anywhere nor expose itself Homeowners have never been stronger. The security of a lower fixed monthly payment in the face of short-term economic instability will continue to put pressure on our new listings. Fewer new listings also puts pressure on demand as sellers most often buy in the same market. DMAR's new listings dropped again, more than just seasonality. New listings dropped to 3,837 new homes to choose from during the month of October. That's a whopping 27% just from September, 28% year over year, hitting all price points almost equally. Year to date, new listings have been dropping for the last three years as Denverites built up a swell of equity and locked into historically low interest rates. Active listings will catch some headlines as it's 116% higher than last year, but that's due to an overheating housing market last fall when rates were still low and buyers simply could not satiate themselves. Inventory is still 15% lower than it was in 2019. This will keep home prices overall stable Short term, there is some correcting of the overpriced 2020 to 2021 housing market, yet longer term trends show stability as rates drop again. These low inventory levels will contribute to an upward pressure on home prices. Demand. Both pending home sales and closed are down. Pending sales were down 4% month over month, but 39% year over year. Clothes saw an even more dramatic month over month, dropping 25%. And mortgage purchase applications data is the same. It's below 2008 levels today, as buyers in October alone dropped off just shy of 20%. Year to date, mortgage purchase applications are down 42%. I mean, these numbers should not be a surprise given the rise in interest rates. The 30-year fixed rate ended October at 7.125, according to the Mortgage News Daily. That's an increase from 3.125 just one year ago. Buyer demand will pick up as either one, rates settle back down into the fives and maybe even low sixes, or eventually we just simply get used to higher rates. Americans love to consume and life events continue babies born families downside kids graduate all the things they keep happening and will keep demand historically on track compared to 2020 and 2021 not so much because sellers who are also buyers simply don't need to move three affordability homeowners took advantage of low interest rates improving their household finances and increasing their affordability In fact, the number of families taking advantage of restructuring their loan doubled from 7.1 million refinance applications in 2018 to 15 million in 2020. Considering there are only 133,000 U.S. homeowners who could save money by refinancing today, it really highlights how many already did so. Their affordability is locked in for 30 years. As housing reports from the likes of NAR, Freddie Mac and Morgan Stanley highlight affordability is deteriorating at a much faster pace than any point in the last 30 years, I'm reminded that homeowners are not seeing affordability deteriorate. The deterioration is coming for first time homebuyers. We will continue to see programs released from FHFA and HUD to help offset this first-time homebuyer affordability problem. It is a problem. NAR released a report earlier this year showing the average net worth of a homeowner is 300,000, while that of a renter was 8,000 in 2021. Lastly, credit availability. This is the crux of my stability argument. Not only do we have a wealth of equity over 29 trillion, locked in low interest rates, 85% of them below 5%, and the continued rise of wages, to the dismay of the Fed, we have the strongest home ownership profile in history. Household debt service payments as a percentage of disposable personal income is close to an all-time low. Mortgage debt specifically, given the recent refinance boom, created an increased cash flow and additional stability for homeowners. The average credit score today, as reported by Experian, is a record high of 714. Fannie Mae reported the average first-time homebuyer's credit score is 746. Homebuyers post-2008 have had a rigid employment income assets and credit requirements, with credit availability at its tightest levels we've seen in 20 years. The housing market did come to a halt the second half of 2022 with its continued shutdown evident in all of the October's DMR market trends numbers, putting many on edge as to what will happen next. The Fed will raise the Fed rate today in hopes of putting the brakes on our economy and increased job loss, which regretfully seems to be the only way to keep Americans from spending. But through all of this, housing is good homeowners are strong, they simply need to not sell. Meanwhile, wannabe homeowners are struggling with the higher prices and interest rates. But the longer they wait, the harder it will get. When rates do ease, as they historically do during recessions, the fact that the largest age group today is 31 years old, and first time homebuyers were left behind for the last two years, we will see buyer demand return. Whether you believe it will happen in 2023 or 2024 doesn't really matter because ultimately housing is long-term. Until next time, this is Nicole Ruth with the Ruth Team powered by One Trust Home Loans. It's my pleasure to keep you updated. You've been listening to The Double Comma Club. Never miss an episode. Subscribe at... TheDoubleCommaClub.com to hear more success stories and to get free tips on how you can get on the path to becoming a millionaire through real estate at any age. Remember, visit TheDoubleCommaClub.com and subscribe.